What was that? I don't want to say something. First of all, I want to say that the vision of God was supernatural. And when I say the vision of God was supernatural, what that means is that when we are gathered like this, learn of God's word. Don't just come around because you want to get your head. You want to get your head to kill this information. Don't come around expecting to just, you know, so when you leave here, are people open your doors? There's just a way you are just smiling. You know that kind of smile? Okay. They are opening the book to get scandals, you know. Yeah. You don't want to, like, like, say, for example, you know, you, uh, you maybe met out of that which, and then, you know, somebody is, you know, trying to, you know, that you just got pushed to death, you have to teach us to me. Just that. And, you know, you have to be following me, and they send him out to talk. Then he now opens the book. You know, you know that humble, that sports with that you are looking like a humble, you are not humble. In your mind, you are not looking at it as this. When I begin, you will reckon that this is the man of God. Yeah, you know. uh, uh, so, there's, there's not, maybe it's not part of the that now you will know. So, that, you know, there are you know, some parts that are always like Somebody can ask a question, but there are some parts that, even if they are closing your eyes, are you together? Maybe it's Hebrews 2. Say, what do you want to say? Even the writer of Hebrews, you have a better perspective to what you say than the person. You see, if you know, he was there, that told him to write it you know, so we are not we are not this book for that reason. You know, one of the things I've learned as a Bible teacher, one of the things I've learned to do is to always have an aim. And this is something I always tell the folks I decide to tell. You know, as a Bible teacher, you have to have an aim for the teaching. I will tell you, but have a focus. You know, a, a man of God is a man of vision. You must have a vision. You must have something in people that you want to see, and then you you use the word. To, to bring out, you know, you use the word and the truth to do what you want to do. I don't get that. No, I don't think that that position is something that we just do like a curriculum kind of thing. Like, so, we are so used to the way we learn in university, we are not even concerned about learning. We are just concerned about acquisition and profession in our heads. Yeah, so, when you come to, when you come to class, you don't really matter that you don't care about what you are saying. In fact, you don't really care about this course, you don't need to understand it. Say this because this one has just to come, so just come, like come up here. And so, we already use that, you know, we have that mindset about education generally. So, we don't usually ask ourselves, what is the definition of this information? Are we there? For example, what is the definition of the right years? See, they are not followed. You know, because it's not like you can provide years to write. So, anyway. For those that are not saying, you can years to write years. My point is that what things you must get to do is you must always just ask yourself what the good of this thing I'm doing. I will tell you. What the good? You know, someone made a beautiful illustration. I think it was my pastor actually. He said, when, when you have lights, when, when you're in the dark room, and then you have lights shine far away with this, this room, he said, it will be very absurd for you to begin to stare at the lights. Now, initially, you might be shocked that when the light comes from the other family and then you examine the source of the light. But it becomes very absurd when you just sit down and you are gazing at the light. And you know, what are you doing? And like, this is such a light. You are just looking at it, the kind of light, the color of the light, the morphology of the light, etc. etc. You know, that kind of want to check the temperature. Now, what we expect is that when the light shines through a dark room, the purpose of the light is to help you see things in the dark room. Are you together? Not the light itself. 
Are you here? So, they can be an obsession with this world as a Bible student, particularly in a circle like this where there's a lot of emphasis on the world. When you can be so fascinated by the world itself and not what the world is supposed to do with you. Are you here? So, we are learning Hebrews now. You can be so fascinated with understanding Hebrews that you not even pay attention to what Hebrews, to what learning Hebrews should do for you. Do you understand my point? So, again, because you spend so much time on understanding Hebrews that your life really doesn't understand Hebrews. <laughs> do you understand my point? Because, I mean, I don't, I don't let people who know the world, like they know the world, but what is it when they are wonder which world do you know? Do you understand my point? And I've seen it a lot, a whole lot, actually. I'm going to say in one second. I've seen the world. Why is it that decisions are being made sometimes? Is it really asked? You can almost question the first that. Are you sure you know the world? Are you together? Are you together? Are you guys understanding? Are you together? Yes. And, so, and so that's why, as a Bible teacher, we like to say, okay, what is the aim for this teaching? What am I trying to drive? What is the point? Do you understand me? So, not just am I um, letting people, you know, um, look at the lights and be, you know, so wowed by the lights. The question is why is the light in this room? What is the light in this room for to make this? Are you coming together, guys? Do you understand? That's how, that's how to do it when it comes to writing. So, what I would like to let you see in this is that there is an aim, the aim for studying Hebrews is not necessarily because of Hebrews. Are we together? The aim of studying Hebrews is those things we can learn from Hebrews that are applied to the light of the Big Bang. Does that make sense, guys? Does that make sense? Beautiful. Alright, so. Uh, I'm not going to do a brief introduction into the book and then we move on from here. We'll see how far we can go. I'm hoping that we can, today as morning, we can at least finish Hebrews chapter 1 to chapter 4. <laughs> I'm laughing because I know it wasn't possible, to be honest. But with God, not shall be possible. Amen. I'm going to get that. What's that? Oh God. I'm looking. I want to do this one because that will give you. Anyway, so the book of Hebrews. So I'm not going to give you a little historical background about it. Now, first of all, although the writer of the book is not known, right? Um, the writer of the book is not known. But some, some believe it to be um, Paul, some believe it to be Apollos, some believe it to be Aquila or Priscilla. In fact, some believe particularly that it was Priscilla that wrote the book. Right, and, and that's very interesting. Now, because I'm, I'm just going to say, for people to believe that, just, now, how, how do you know that Priscilla is a lady? You know, right? As if Priscilla was a lady. I was going to like, you know, I'm talking about the Priscilla in Acts 18 now, you understand, was a lady. Do you get it? Because these days you have to be very famous. <laughs> so, um, so now, I, I think it's very interesting and very fascinating that for a book as the one that's given, someone that people think was a lady. Is a woman. I think it's, it's very profound. I think it's something that we can learn from. We can learn the fact that if you, if you look at the book of Hebrews that we are going to see very soon, for people to be able to accredit that writing to a woman, you know, it's just that people did never accredit to Peter. You will see why very soon. The way about the book of Hebrews is extremely intelligent. Because, and, and, and I'm going to say this, because aside. The, I, 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 made a, I made a post about this on Twitter, like also posted on IG that aside the, the revelation knowledge presence there, the method of or the manner of delivery 
the systematic manner of delivery of truth from the beginning down to the very end is prodigious. I mean, this is something, and, and I'm not joking, this is literally, this is literally beauty. Like, if I actually take it out, give it to, I'm talking about professors, give it to them and let them study, and they will recognize that this is a beautiful work of art. Are we together? And this also make you realize. Uh, I always say this over and over again that see, the fact that this is of God, one of the revelation of it, doesn't mean it has to be intelligent. Are we still there? Do you understand? It can be excellent. And I'm not really why, I mean, for the folks that I decided, I try to explain to you, it's not really why you will see, of course, in the manner of approach to Bible teaching. My manner of approach to Bible study and Bible teaching, you can always have manner of approach to God. I don't need a slant to Bible doctrine. For me to teach this book like I'm teaching history book. It doesn't make any sense. Are you better? Now, there are people that can teach like that. I mean, no offense to them, I mean, with all the God that put respect to them. But the answer is, why are you teaching a book like this? Are you better? Why are you teaching a book like this? Why are you teaching a book of labor and effort and intelligence that was put into writing the book? I believe it is slapped on Christian teaching, on Christian apologetics. To teach Bible education. I was gonna. I knew that there must be an awe and reverence and regard for Bible truths that we must have that will make you stay hours to study. I was gonna. Do you understand me? Do you understand me? You must be able to sit down and you know, read it through for hours. Think and think through. One of the things that you will also learn from the writer on the book of Hebrews is also you must learn. If this, this is where I was supposed to, if a man would be so diligent with explaining the Bible truth so clearly, I find it as a disregard to teaching it for me to say I'm also in that office, right? But I do not labor as much. And do you understand my point? The whoever wrote this book was a teacher of the world. I was together. So you must choose that office. When people call teacher of the world, you must you must have a regard for that office that makes you say, see. If I'm not ready to labor, I can't call myself a teacher. Are you with me? Do you understand me? Yes. When you hear teacher of the world, you didn't make you feel can you say, ah, I'm a teacher, I'm a world man. No, that's labor. Are we together? Do you understand me? It's labor. Do you get me? And so that's why you know the woman asked the question, why do you why do your misses have to be long hour misses? Now, as I said before, so what I'm gonna do two hours. That's it. I'm going to be moving in the list. Are you scared? Yes, sir. Amen? Amen. But I can't. Glory to God. Because God, I mean, we just have meetings once a month. I mean, because I said it goes at the time where we have weekly meetings. But we just have meetings once a month. Amen. Mm-hmm. I have to teach you in that room once a month that will come. <laughs> so that you have enough to study for the month. Do you understand me? And by the time you are not ending that month soon, there's only a new. Package for the next month. Are you there? Of his fullness, I've got to the face of this. Amen? Amen. Amen. Yeah, I've got to do that. That was out of context. But one of the things that you see so far is that, for a teaching ministry like ours, that um, is just starting. Let me start with. I just started. I believe it's very important for people to know what to stand for. Amen. Uh, there, there is no time, as a young minister, one of the things you realize is that when you are just starting, it's a time of so much instability. When I say it's a time when different people are going to say different things about you. 
Il y a un temps qui dit, tu sais, il pense qu'il va voir son Amen. Après, il y a ça, on peut faire comme c'est là. Comme c'est là, tu dis. Alors, on va commencer, laisse-moi donner un rapport de merci, c'est mon petit de ce qu'il y a. Alors, non, moi, je suis pas, moi, je dois te regarder. So many times, you know, there's just so much perception about the idea of a young minister. And that's why Paul was speaking to Timothy, are you together? He invested in the form of the He said that Paul said something very wrong. Paul said that um, he says, let no man despise your youth. Now, I find, I find that phrase very interesting. I'll tell you why. Paul should have said, if anybody despises your youth, just look away from them and say, oh, well, that's your loss. But the lesson that Paul believes that the responsibility for other men not despising his youth is on Timothy. Are we together? So, in other words, if people consistently despise your ministry, it's not the gospel. There is enough, sometimes it might not just be about it, sometimes it might be some people that they know. Are we together? You have to ensure that your ministry is not despised as your own minister. And one of the ways you have to do that is you have to let people know what to stand for. Does that make sense, guys? Yeah? Yes, sir. Does that make sense? You have to let people know, okay, this is what I stand for. So, that's why, at some point in time, particularly when you're just starting, eh, you need people to understand that, see, I'm a man of the world. You must make it up of their passes around me. So that, the reason is this, so that anytime when they hear your name, when they see your picture, are we together? When they just catch the sight of you, what comes to their mind is that this man is one of the world. Do you understand me? So you must make consistent emphasis. Are you with me? I'm not going to see that no, there's no emphasis to made about some things right now. It's because they're not starting. People must know you for something. Glory to God. And I mean, respectfully, anybody who has known us for a while now, we know that we are men of the world. Amen? And the spirits. Glory to God. So in the world, there was just financial. Not so much. That's that. I hear. Glory to God. Jury has told people that other people are doing special programs, this one, that one. You don't just think that will go to that one thing now. Does that make sense, guys? Are we together? And why I'm doing all of this to make you realize why it seems like I have a lot of emphasis about some things right now. It's just what is necessary right now. That's the beginning of God's spirit for us now. Amen. Glory to God. Maybe. Not too long, but my God can start telling you that you know what? Just give your business two hours. And when you come around, just be sharing suya. Amen. Just be sharing suya. After that, you share, you do suya and then this thing, five and a half. And then you just say, we are gathered together. And after that, you have to say, praise the Lord, hallelujah. And then you go. Who am I going to do? But, you know, I'm just letting you know this is the emphasis. So, so I, I was saying before that I was talking about Priscilla, right? And I was talking about the fact that it's so beautiful, it's, 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 it's amazing that for an epistle that we found at the book of Hebrews, people would ascribe the writings to Priscilla. What this does is shatter the mindset about women in history. Even this terrible mindset about women in history that has annoyed me very long time, very, very long time. Why don't I talk about it? Because I don't like to talk about it because I don't want to always seem like I have a very mindset. But why is it that pastor's wife is always a relationship in Islam? <laughs> Respect me, why? I don't get it. Like the pastor, every time when you see the 
pastors like kind of things. You can tell that what is a married relationship married for sex. Yes or no? Yes. Is that that was it. Somehow, pastor's wife cannot go into the speech. So for whatever reason, I don't know. For whatever reason, pastor's wife cannot teach the gospel for long hours. Are we together? Glory to God. What is amazing? Here, among the people who are who are who are considered as writer of the writer of the book of Hebrews, you see this here. Interesting, he asked it saying, No, I'm not going to this because these are the only values, never you can just go through. He asked it saying, When Apollos you know, was seen um, preaching the word in boldness, right? And interesting, the Bible says something about Apollos. Open the Acts 34. Open the Acts 34. Now, when Apollos um, um, came to, I think that was when Apollos was in Corinth. Is it Colonel? Acts 18 verse 24. Colonel. Yes. yes now, when he was in Colonel, now I, I like when the Bible explains that he said he was a man that was in Colonel. And he was a man that was in Colonel. Eloquent. Mice in Scripture. Mice in Scripture. Are we together? Mice in Scripture. And he says he taught the word of God accurately, knowing only the baptism of words. Okay. You know, it's interesting. So, now, to give you an idea of what Apollos is, Apollos is not a small boy. Do you realize that, in fact, Apollos was the only person in, in the Bible, or at least in the New Testament, that was accorded that place, mighty scripture. Even Paul was never called mighty scripture. So, Apollos was a man who knew this man could quote. Do you understand the point? He knew it. And yet, he comes to call. Now, he's teaching, but interestingly, he only knows the baptism of So, in other words, that to find a man who quotes so much scriptures, most things should know a lot. Are we together? Doesn't necessarily mean the man is a world man. Are we together? How do you know that this man is sound? You listen to what he's saying. Unless the man is teaching about the realities of the lesson that is found in Christ Jesus. That man still has a lot to And it doesn't matter how much he is. Respectfully. Amen? Are we together? And so, Aquila and Priscilla are together. And then look at what the Bible says. It says, they took him unto themselves and they showed him the way of the Lord was more accurate. Are we there? Aquila and Priscilla. Top Apollos. The man that was mighty in scriptures. And his body of blood, the Bible didn't just say Aquila. The Bible said Aquila was there. So really, it was at least a joint effort. Are we together? How many to God's own? That man of God, sit down. See, what I actually said about John, this is what the baptism of John is about. This is what it's about. This is what it's about. Do you realize that that was the same Apollos that went on to satellite the Corinthian church? Are we there? Because the first Corinthians, the first Corinthians chapter 1, chapter 1 now. No, chapter 3, first Corinthians 1. The first Corinthians 1. When Paul was speaking, Paul said something. Paul said, Paul planted Apollos to know that God began to increase. In other words, Paul started the Corinthian church. Apollos came and stabilized the church. Are we there now? And then, as a reason of that, there was increase that was given by God. Does that make sense, guys? Do you understand me? So, what I'm trying to let you see here is that by the labor of uh, the joint effort of a man and woman, interestingly, a couple, that couple goes over. Couple God is not the only one Amen. You know, some of you are also abused. Some of you are easily abused. I now it's you just see a couple. I don't. I don't get it. Maybe the way I think is just different. You see a couple. You just snap picture. Just two or three pictures, and they are like, wow, they have a beautiful relationship. How? How? How can you know? I mean. Your life will be a testimony to the fact that life is not about pictures. Ah, no, let's No, 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 no. No, no. Seriously, I'm not going to get at you. Let me show you. I have a question. Shall you think when I'm broke, I'll post it 
Um, at least for people that are okay, I have to say that because these days they are all kind of people. You see, when I'm broke, I'm not posting on Instagram. Uh-huh. The man that's a broke, the broke man, looking good, having no money. You see, I'm going to do that. No, no. I'm not sure when people see. So, you know, it's always funny. So, they don't break up. And they like, but they had a beautiful relationship. Why? Like, because of any TikTok videos you saw. <laughs> you just concluded that they were working perfectly. It's just a double. It's nothing for me in a sense. And you know what? Even more shocking for me. No, no, this is the thing. Anytime when I see all those intimate pictures, like the guy, you know, lying on the bed and then the ladies on his chest, there's always one thing that just comes to my mind. There's a photographer there. <laughs> I'm sorry that I just ruined all your idea of those pictures. But that's the thing. Like, so it's one of two things. Is it that there's a photographer there? Or, wait, they set up the camera. They set up, wait, they set up the camera. See, then everything looks like the lights. Is this the good light? You know, everything. Then it's okay, good. No, you know, the guy that lies there, let's be a cop, cop. See, you know, says timer. You know, says timer. You know, like, three, two, one. Yeah, it was. Wow. Then you must see that and say, what the beautiful cast that they're talking Are we there? Amen? Mm-hmm. I don't advise you. This is okay. Amen? Mm-hmm. You cannot be judging a relationship by three minutes to talk to you. The you why is there any TikTok that talks to three minutes is a problem? Mm-hmm. 30 seconds TikTok. <laughs> People are waste of TikTok time. TikTok, it doesn't last. <laughs> ah, I shall be teaching. So, when you are choosing a spouse, or you are going to a relationship, bring. It may, you are not dating, you are not trying to find a model. Are we together? You are not having a modeling agency. So, your spec, sorry, your concern or your biggest concern in the marriage shouldn't be how much respect we don't know she has. Do you understand me? Or waste your I don't say this is not important. You say you are your maker, not for that. Do you understand me? But what I'm saying is, yes, it's just like, for example, I mean, all things being equal. When you were choosing the best, you didn't want to check online at his big assets. What's the finest campus in Nigeria? I'm new opportunity for you. You know You know, or, or better still, or better still. You don't, in your search for, maybe you're done your master's, now that you bring your eyes out. Yes, you don't want to do your master's, now you just say, what's the finest campus? Because, now, of course, when you do your master's, you're not going to be like, take self with You don't say, because I'm going to take self, I need to know the finest campuses. Because that's what I'm going to do the master's. Unless there's a boot that's removed somewhere, don't do that. I will say that. Mm-hmm. If as much as I'm going to take pictures in the campus, I'm not going there to primarily take pictures. I will say that. I'm going there for a master's degree. The picture is along the way. Amen? You know what? Let me tell you straight up almost. Bottom is along the way. Amen? Because, well, from my experience, I've learned that when it comes to relationship and love matter, no matter how much you talk, you may both do what you want to do. But I will just say my name. I will get that. And when you eat breakfast, you don't have no food. I will say, ah, Jesus loves you. Then I'm sorry, you understand. And by the time you are done, because you have to break, I will not tell you, she didn't think I'm saying this. You could put no blessing to Let me continue. So, you know what? When you are making a decision as important as a partner, 
You ask yourself, what am I looking for? I'm looking for a partner. I'm looking for the father or the mother of my children. Amen. Amen. Somebody has to solve some basic business. Anyways, I don't like to go too much into that. But what does that mean? The fact that you find a couple, a pregnant procedure, and they took a policy, man that was writing scriptures, and they expanded the scriptures to you. So now imagine how sound they would have been. Amen. That woman will be that She gets it. So let's continue. So, now, I, I'm going to give you my reasons why I don't think um, the writer. Now, I, I'm not sure exactly also who the writer of the book is, because I mean, I'm just a small way. Theologians will be so well read. But I have this to that it's not Paul that I don't think I'm going to give you my reasons. First of all, when you see the way Paul normally introduces his epistles, you see Paul say something like, for example, um, Paul to the. Uh, let, let's look at some of the ways he introduces his epistles. Look at 1 Corinthians 1 and 1. 1 Corinthians 1 and 1. Are you there? Do you understand me? Are you there? 
Now, let me also now say this also that along with me, Greek and Hebrew is not revelation knowledge. Amen. Mm-hmm. When you see us open Greek and Hebrew, we are not trying to do something special. Are you there? We just want to have a better understanding, a better perspective to what the world means. Are you there? Let me just give you a reason why. You see, it's because Greek, Hebrew, and Latin are one of the oldest languages you find in the world. One of the oldest. Alright? English language, as we know it today, is a relatively new language. And when I say relatively new, I mean the language is less than, is just a little above 800 years old. The English language. And now, we are going to something. Jesus came to the world at least 2,000 years ago. It's always 2,000 years ago. Now, so Jesus came to the world. I, I hope you are do you realize that the word AD doesn't mean after death? I'm not the thing, thank you. And do you realize that Jesus, when Jesus actually was killed, was actually 03 AD, not that year of AD. <laughs> because people would think that it was Jesus' death that Jesus was not that important, respectfully. Are we together? Now, of course, before Christ. But even that this is said, don't let me talk too much about it. But let me just say, Jesus was not so important in the affairs of men that they would now so much as regard this based on him. Are you together? Like you're the one that esteemed Jesus so much, they would drag him outside. Do you understand? So it wasn't so popular for them to now make the calendar years after him. I mean, there are people like Augustus for Caesar. Do you understand my point? There are people like Eponero. Do you get me? Do you understand? There are people that shoot the world. Jesus wasn't so apart. Over time, alright, his influence grew wide and far. But at the point when Jesus was on the earth, Maximum, people that knew him, Maximum, was with this. Do you realize? He did not pass Israel. Samaritans. Do you understand? Samaritans, they are there. He didn't even read Gentiles or through the apostles. Do you understand me? So just was this a worldwide sensation. Amen? Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Probably when you do a bit of study for the you realize how and you know this but it also makes you realize how the spirit of God will have to supernatural. Do you really? Because even in terms of influence, of opportunity influence in those days, right? The Middle East is nowhere close. If we have to and that's the reason why I believe it was in the wisdom of God that God Brought Christianity out of the place where people least expected. If you talk about a place where you expect something like that to thrive, something that will cover people, you expect somewhere like you. Are we together? If I only talk about a place like Africa, when you look at how the gospel spread, it makes you realize that you have to be supernatural. The entirety of the, the entire location of what the place you find around the Old Testament up to the New Testament, the Old Testament up to the four gospels, the entire location of most of those happenings was. North Africa, Middle East, a part of Europe. Are we together? Is it Europe? Sorry, no. Sorry, Africa, Middle East, Asia. Sorry, Africa, Middle East, Asia. So you realize that these places, in terms of big world powers, they were not so recognized. Are we together? They were not the biggest. They were not the best of places. So for the gospel to have spread from these places. Even to the world powers of those days, it had to be supernatural. Do you understand me? And that's why I reckon that that the Bible says that. Um, that uh, 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 he has chosen the foolishness of this world to confirm to us. Because in those days, when you talk about wisdom, you're talking about the Greeks. 
attains in Greece. Those were where the wise men were. Are you with me? So I'm talking about wisdom. That's what wisdom is. That's from wisdom. And that's why it says that the Jews were there. So it says the Greeks is about wisdom. Because that's, and that's why when Paul, I, I, I like talking about this guys. When Paul goes to Athens in Greece, in Acts 14, what the Bible says is that if we should gather together, in a place called Paripatos, and all of they don't discuss anything. That's why we have people of the life of that people. Where a man will just sit down and just look at some things and then he begins to write things down. Men that cause problems for us for no reason. So, and now he just tells them, and all of this, all of this, everyone says, How? Who says, What's the problem? Can't you just sit down in one place? Right? And so, you know, you have people who just, they just were talking. So, this place where the gospel came from wasn't even the city of Jerusalem. It wasn't even the city of political power. Because, I mean, do not forget that around the time when Jesus was born, right, Israel was under. The domain of the Romans. Are we together? They were, that was a um, colonialism. They were being colonialized. Is it colonialized? Right. <laughs> <laughs> I know these things though. <laughs> it's not <laughs> so, so they were being colonized. <laughs> <laughs> is that what's that part of the song? We are saying the nation. So they were being colonized by the Romans. Are we together? And the Romans pretty much. That those were that one everything we call the Gentiles, pretty much. I was there, guys. Do you understand me? And so it makes you realize, therefore, that there was nothing about the origin of the gospel that makes the gospel powerful. Are you with me? There, there is no for the gospel to spread as far as it spreads, it has to be supernatural. Do you, do you get my point? Yes, do you get my point? That's it. It has to be supernatural because there was no other reason. The, the essence of humility blows my mind. So, not just did the gospel come out from the nation where people didn't expect much. It came out of Nazareth. Such that by the time people are speaking, people say, Can anything good come out of Nazareth? Not just that. By the time the, the Son of God was going to be born, he was born in Bethlehem of Judea. He was born not just in Bethlehem of Judea, but he was born where? He was born in a manger. And forget the picture of manger that you used to see in the book of Bible story. The manger is not nice. I mean, manger is not too far. Your poor sheep. Your poor sheep that you take care of both that are both. That you take care of. Imagine your poor That's where our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ was born. That's why when the Bible says he had no form of comeliness. There was nothing about him to desire. So you know what I This and then he apologizes when you have to get to say this about the spirit of God. And people want to try to give you funny reasons as to why the gospel says. Listen, if the gospel was a natural process, it had every reason not to spread. Are we together? Just like you might have said about the gospel, it was a nice thing. Just that if people are talking, you don't have any reason to talk. You understand? Know, because everyone has the world power. This was a, I mean, this was a nation that was subject to Caesar. Even when it came to the judgment of Jesus, you realize they had to take it to hide it because they couldn't be judged by themselves. That's telling you how powerless they were at the nation. So there was no, they weren't in that sense so significant. And yet, the gospel came from these people, right? And spread from them, and spread throughout the entire world. Ah, it has to be supernatural. Does that make sense? Yes, Do you understand me? Alright. Right. So, just so that same thing. And so, I'll show you how right? Um, how, how that is salvation in the Christian generally. There was a way that Paul would greet in the first time the Christian, you say, Grace be God, Christ, and God, our Father, and Lord Jesus Christ, so on and so forth. But when you look at how the book of Hebrews started, it's almost like the person was fighting. <laughs> he didn't have time to greet. 
And you know, you don't expect that maybe you start that way and then maybe later on you greet them. He didn't greet them. He didn't greet them at all. God was already at the dance and I was taking 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 the dance it was actually written like it. And that's the reason I'm saying it again and I'm saying it again. Eh? If we are going to teach God's word eh, in a day and time like ours, what are those days when people used to believe that intelligence folks are outside in the world, but in the church we have spirit led folks? So we are not so intelligent. You know, I will not say things like the things of the spirit, no man understands it. I'm not going understand it. So if they are using your intelligence, you know, ah, I guess what they're trying to say. And in other words, we are not led by intelligence. That's very true. We are led by intelligence. But you see, when it comes to explaining things to men, are we together? When it comes to, first of all, we have to make them see that their wisdom is itself in Jesus. Are we together? The way we are doing confounding them with their foolishness, then we have to explain to them the message of the gospel. Do you understand me? And that's the reason why, imagine that one will stand in front of, in, in, in that sense, scientists, scholars, and he would speak to them. And they didn't have any question. Do you know what it means? In those days, you need to realize the way the Arabic works is you come out, you go, you come out and say, um, you have a new theory. And what's your theory? Because I know those, I don't know if you've seen all those um, pictures, a man standing with a rope, you know, hitting his hand. And then I just say something like, they just, they just, they just, they just, those are the places where you just have very funny concepts. You can just always say things like, that's when you have people say things like, I believe therefore I am. And then people just begin to argue. Literally. Of philosophy in those days, you understand my point. And so, for you to have a man come around, stand before those people, and give you a sermon for hours, and by the time he's done, there was no single question. People said, We'll come back tomorrow. Ah, it was dead. Do you get me? So, what are those days when you think that pastors are not, ah, forget to, that's a view, amen? You did. Are you together? You want to do that? Do you understand? No, because I'm. When you see how there's no I'm saying I'm still going to give you because when you see how the plot started his explanation, it is made known. It's it's ah I mean oh go to ask for sin. Good day. It's I can't I can't I can't express my feelings. It's good ask for sin. And and the reason I'm saying all of this, I don't understand why you think you study all of these things, right? Ask for sin. For those of you that maybe you have issues with the project work. <laughs> Sorry, these are not project work. I mean, I mean, ask my kids about their side. You know what I'm saying? Amen. Idea. You know, ah, you have to do it. Some of you know that the amount of work we put into your assignment, you probably don't put it into your assignment in school. So, oh, the oh, the master means. Let me know. Um, is it at seventeen? Seventeen. What's the book? Is it? 17. 17. Sorry, what was it? Yeah. Uh, sorry. He said that the gods have come, you like it or this. Okay. Alright, so, now, let's start from verse, verse, um, verse 16. He said, now what about the time for them and the spirit was there when he saw the city, holy that. He said, the second philosophers of the Epicureans and of the Stoics encountered him. And some said, What is this Bible saying? Others, others said, It seems to be a setup of strange gods, because it preached unto them Jesus and the resurrection. He says, And they took him and brought him to their repouse. 
Do we know what this new doctrine where of last is? Let's hear what this let's hear this thing about it. It says, for that bring the status change to some years. And we know therefore what these things mean. He says, for the Athenians and the strangers which were there spent their time in nothing else but to tell or to get something to So that was what they spent their life doing. Just the West is and the lab, and all they are doing is just testing stuff. Are you there? Try to figure out new discoveries. All these people are doing was just listening and listening and waiting stuff. Like that I wrote that That's all. You know you are all that doing a lot of all those funny funny things. You be uh, uh, I think they are Tell me all those other ones and the other things like that. Which other one? Love causalism. Is it? Love causalism. Love causalism. Uh, which comes first? The chicken or the egg? You know what that means? Oh, you see this? Trust me, there's no reason. Are you there? And so, you know, to all of so those are, that's, those are the kind of people that he's talking to here. And look at what happened. In verse, in verse 12, 22, he says, They both stood in the midst of masking and said, Give men of accents, I perceive that in all things you are too superstitious. He says, was I passed by and beheld your devotion? He says, I found out of this inscription to the unknown God. He says, Wherefore, whom therefore ye ignorantly worship, he might be to First of all, first of all, first of all, just wait. First of all, you need to understand how intelligent you need to. This one is about to explain to them a biblical phenomenon. And you expect that you probably start quoting from Genesis. Now, this is what you need to understand as a Bible teacher how to approach people. So, if I am speaking to, remember, when this same Paul was speaking to Agrippa, he did an entire teaching from Genesis to Malachi. But by the time he's speaking to atheists, yeah, what does he do? He doesn't go to Genesis because they don't understand Genesis. I mean, there's some people that are not an atheist. And the way you think you're going to commit an atheist is by opening your Bible. The, what an atheist is trying to let you see is that he doesn't believe in God. If he doesn't believe in God, he doesn't believe in your Bible. Do you understand? So, if you are going to explain for an atheist, you have to best show him from his own understanding. You have to use your understanding for bringing to the point where he realizes that there has to be a God. Do you understand? Then from there, you are not taking it to scriptures. Are you with me? I don't know what here. All since I came to your city, I saw all the temples that you guys have. In fact, I saw a city, I saw a particular temple where people said to the unknown God. He says, that's God. That unknown God, who you ignorantly worship, he says, I declare unto you. You see that they said it's that so. Now, look at, look at how it continues. He says, God that made the world. Look at how it flows the ideology. He says, God that made the world and all things therein, seeing that he is the Lord of heaven and earth, dwells once in temples made with hands, neither is worshipped with men's hands, as though he eats anything, seeing that he gives life and breath to all things, and has made of one blood. Of God brought all nations of men for to dwell on all the face of the earth, and has determined the times before appointed and the bounds of the habitation that they should seek the Lord. If happy they might feel after him and find him, though he be not far from every one of us. So, what, so look at what he's also saying here now. He says, If this God you are talking about is the God that made the heavens and the earth, right? This unknown God that's speaking of, he made the heavens and the earth, it doesn't make any sense then that you'll be worshipping him in the temple. Because it doesn't make any sense that you carry things to go and worship him. He created all these things. Are you with me? It won't make any sense that the person that created all these things, you now use an image to worship him. That's madness. Are you with me? He created sand. He created the moon. He created the stars. So if you are using the star to worship him, that's nonsense. Because you are literally worshiping what he created. Are you with me? The only way to worship a, a God that created everything is to just, at the end of the day, Fall down in worship. Because there is nothing you can possibly do that will match up 
to his majesty. Does that make sense? Right? So just to let you know that see, it's not possible that you can be using you know brazen and brazen uh, cups or and uh, ornaments of gold, etc. etc. to worship him. He created the heavens and the earth. He created all these things. He's the God of the earth. So it doesn't make any sense that you will try to put him into a temple. Does that make sense, guys? Are you with me? Do you understand me? And so look at the fact that so far so good. He hasn't used any portion of scripture. So far so good. He is listening his name. Are you with me? So this is this is how the evangelist is. One day she will someone that says, Oh, I don't believe in God. No problem. You don't believe in God. It should be his science that you believe, even though you are in chemistry and you don't believe in God because you know so much chemistry that even professors of chemistry believe that they believe in God. But somehow, there's a lot of chemistry you know that you don't know. They are revealed to you that they don't know God. It's all good. You start in the seat of this thing. Let's think about it. By the time you give them proof, okay, you give them arguments. If you say there is no God, okay, how then can there be a world that is so ordered? How can there be a, a, a creation that is so beautiful? If there is no good, you know what I'm trying to say that for something like that to have been created, it was created now. Ah, don't let's talk about this. Don't let's talk about this. It's a very, very small topic that I want to. But let me just put this way: when we talk about the creation of the world, right? The creation of the world isn't just the creation of this world as you see it. I would say that the creation of the world is the creation of everything in the material world. The creation of the world is therefore refers to the creation of time, space, and matter. I would say that. If we reckon that that's, where, that's the beginning of the creation, we'll be reckoning that there is nothing before it. Meaning, at the point when the world was created, time began to occur. So, meaning, before the time there was no time before. It would mean that matter began to occur. That's things, pretty much. Remember, matter also includes air. So, it's not like it's not like there was no land, but there was air. There was no air. It was nothingness. That's not the creation of the world. Nothing at all. So, there was no air. Are we together? And time, space, and matter. Space. Space as far it, where people can occupy. What people can occupy. Meaning, there, it was a vacuum. There was nothing. When you realize this, you understand how faulty the Big Bang ideology is. Big Bang cannot work. Because for you to approve the Big Bang, you have to approve that some things came together to, for the Big Bang to happen. And so if the Big Bang caused the creation of the world, what caused the Big Bang? I agree. And so if something caused the big man, it would mean that the big man was not the creation of the world. Are we together? Do you understand the point? And more so. I don't know I don't know what to like go on and on about this. But let me not say this here. No, 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 no. Let me not say this here. So, have you seen what we said about the Right. And now, for the big bang to also make sense, right? The big bang would also have to be a function of the fact that we agree that the world came to be, or that the world came to exist. Because the only people who dispute the fact that the world came to exist, they believe the world is a kind of duration. In other words, there was no beginning of the world. The world just began to exist infinitely. But I mean, there are countless number of findings to let you see that, to let you know that the world actually began to exist. Because there is also something presented as the expansion theory, that the universe is expanding. And so, because it's expanding, it actually started from something else. I mean, it started from something else and then began to expand. I mean, so, for you to agree that the universe began to expand, or began to exist, out of nothing, from nothing, with nothing, 
by nothing. It's, it's an anomaly, it's not possible. Are you with me? So, for there to have been a creation of something out of nothing, there has to be someone or something that is timeless because it's not within time, because he created time, because he caused things to happen. Are you together? He created time. So, he cannot be within time. He's timeless. He's spaceless. In other words, he doesn't, he doesn't dwell in this space of humanity. Are we together? He is a personal creator. In other words, he decided for this thing to be. It didn't just happen. Are we together? Because if you look at the world, the world is too powerful for it to have just happened by mistake. That everything just happened all together. Mm-hmm. That, that, that we had a world that had land, water, and a world that is vital for evolution. Mm-hmm. Are we together? A world that is vital for evolution. Where the oxygen concentration is the right amount. The carbon dioxide concentration is the right amount. The nitrogen concentration is the right amount. Everything is working as it's supposed to be. But yes, it can't have been a mistake. Are we together? So, in other words, for it to have happened, it was an intentional move. So, it had to be a timeless, spaceless, transcendent being, really very powerful being. And not just is it transcendent, it's also intentional. And so, at the end of the day, we are letting you know that. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Okay. Even as I say, in your mind, you're thinking, ah, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, you know, you know, I know that. Well, then, as I get it, I'm talking about the genesis of Paul, right? Yeah. In Acts. So, let me just give you something there. So, why is it? You know, for as much then as we are the offspring of God, no, no, not even for the offspring of God, it exists. For you believe and you and our being are setting also of your own poets and said, for we are also his offspring. You know, it's also beautiful that he tries to explain them, he quoted them. Yeah. Are you there? Just like in explaining that the world began to exist. I think now, I can only explain that the world began to exist from John uh, from um, Genesis 1 and 1. Actually, I can't. Right. But the point of this is this is that if I don't know how to explain the creation of the universe from this, I'm also not going to have to use things that, that it is said. To explain it. I that. So I'm going to have to show you how that. So I'm going to have to explain from the big man that for me to arrive at the big man, you have to have accepted that the world actually began to exist. Do you understand me? Then I will now call the big man to you. Do you get me? So let's go. So he says, For as much as the reality of God, not the things that the God had been to God, like also gold or silver or stone or graven art and man devices. And the times of this ignorance, God will act. But now commanded all men every year to repent, because he has appointed the day in which he will judge the world of righteousness, that by that man he has a day, whereof he has given assurance unto all men, that he has raised him from the dead. He says, and when the head of the children of the dead, he says, some more, another said what? We will hear yeah. again of this matter. So God departed from among them, as how he certain men came unto him and believed, among the which was Dionysius and Ariopalent, and the woman named Damaris, and others who lived them. Do you realize that in everything here there was no single question? No single question. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. Listen to me. 
The days are coming. Not to do. Eh? We put eighty cents. It's your table. We put deliver the table. Nothing. Give your points. Give our points. So we say there's no gold. No, there's no yeah, we'll not do power. There's no problem. And that's what I'm not doing. And that's where you say there's no God. You say there's no God. No problem. There's no God. When they are being old. <laughs> there's no God. When they are being old. Yeah. I won't join you to be outside. But if they go, you will stay outside. I'll get that. If they go, you will now see what they are doing. That you say there's no problem. They say, you want to go anywhere. You throw everything in front of you. You know, I don't have that thing to do. And you always need to be able to investigate and to say there's no problem. I think I said it before. That what you're trying to do when you say there's no problem. And then there's no problem. You mean there are no financial occurrences. Or is it that you don't believe in the sentences? Just like you. If you say there's no problem, you basically have countered any particular financial occurrence, which is way harder to Way, way harder. Because you believe that there are no financial occurrences in this world. That way, way, way. So, in other words, I have to say that for you to be able to say that, then it must mean that every phenomenon that has ever been seen can be explained by science, and that is totally impossible. Are you with me? Do you understand? So, you can never make a complete statement that there is no such thing as supernatural. Do you understand? Do you get the point? So, yeah. uh, the artistic argument is very funny. Very, very funny. It's just, they, they just for a long time portrayed the idea that. They are smarter. Not necessarily that it is true. I mean, never. In most of the arguments of atheists versus theists that I've seen, I've hardly seen arguments where atheists really want to know. It never really happened like that. I mean, never. never really happened like that. Most of the time, they don't give you. I have the. And another major thing they do is try to push towards the people that are God is But that's, that doesn't make any sense. If you don't believe in God, you can't believe in God. Do you understand? If it doesn't exist, it has to be. So, him being evil or good is not our discussion yesterday. Our discussion yesterday is not here. But if you want to begin to teach that he is evil, then you are agreeing that he exists. Are you with And you also cannot use that hypothesis if you don't agree that he doesn't exist. Do you understand? That was what I was asking to say. So, maybe you are there. And, then, and they're, because they're always there. They're always there. They're always there. So, I'm, I'm not going to say this like there can't be a God. And how do they say? They say there can't be a God that will do this and do this and do that. First of all, if it's God, you can't debate how it works. Are you with me? Now, I'm not here to defend whether it's good or bad. Now, because that's what's one thing you should now to do. They don't know what exactly this are defending. I'm not, at this point, I'm not trying to defend whether it's good or bad. I'm trying to defend if it exists. If it exists, it doesn't matter whether it's good or bad. It's just like, for example, does evil exist? Yes, evil exists. Is evil good? No. People defend it, no. But does evil exist? Yes. Does evil not exist because it's evil? No, it exists because even if it's evil, it exists. Does that make sense? Yeah. I agree. So the fact that it's bad doesn't mean it doesn't exist. The fact that it's bad even means it exists. I'm sorry, let me This is not the topic I like to So, um, so I'm talking about Paul, and I think I'm going to explain to you what I'm trying to say about Paul. How does he was extremely intelligent in the degree of scripture? I don't think I'm going to mention it. Do you understand me? Right. And so, please, when you are explaining Bible concepts, we did it. Amen? Amen. Let there be no question. Hallelujah. No question. You know, when these people argue with Peter Trent and everything, they say, it's no, it's no nonsense because you can explain this thing. There's no question that even when you ask questions, it's all people that be answering you. You know, I cannot say that. She has not seen. She has not seen. So, don't, 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 
in the computer I don't like. When you now use, you use, like for example now, this code you are doing for videos, that I know that you are asking you cannot finish, right? You now say that, you now use three tweets. You do want to three tweets. And talk about everything you used, almost 12 hours to talk about. How this is. Are we together? Do you understand me? I would rather that you don't talk than that you don't talk. Do you understand me? Are you with me? See that don't explain it, explain it to me. Amen? Does mm-hmm. that make sense? Alright, let's go. So, the um, reason why I don't think it's all that I don't think. First of all, both are both are the pricing. Also, because of the way Timothy was referring to English testing and the screen. Go there, English testing. English testing and the screen. Are you there? Yes, sir. Know that our brother Timothy. Know that our brother Timothy has been set free. We too might shall see you become certain. Thank you. So look at what it says. It says know that our brother Timothy. Now when you look at how Paul referred to Timothy, two scriptures. Paul never referred to my brother. The only person that was his son. I was there. So this is a different because that the way that I'm talking about it, then also, um, now okay, that that was all I'm going to say about that. As we go through um, the, the book, we see more reasons why it's very different than before, right? And also, uh, I, I believe that if this was personal, I believe that more likely person that would be for the Jews and the reason I believe is because whoever would be for the Jews is someone that really understood the Jewish traditions. Because you see strong allusions to the temple, you see strong allusions to Moses, to the gods, you see the happening of the So whoever knows the book of Hebrews has to be someone who understands the tradition of the How do you get that? Does that make sense? And so, I mean, judging from Apollos' background, in Acts 18, he was a man that was mighty scriptures, no known to the baptism of John. That idea is that this guy was a Jew. How do you get that? He was a man that, was a man that had that Jewish background. And so, for him to have been mighty in scripture, it means that like for the of all the prophets of the John, does that make sense? Are we together? So it must have been a man that was mighty in the Old Testament scriptures. Does that make sense? So that's why I personally believe that it was most likely like in Apollos. Also, another reason why I believe that another thing we also see in Hebrews chapter 2, in Hebrews 2, from verse 1, it says, um, uh, therefore, if every um, if the word spoken by angels was steadfast, Hebrews chapter 2, from verse 1. And if it was spoken by angels was steadfast, and every transgression of disobedience received a just recompense of the word, it is how shall we escape if we should be so great which has first was spoken of by the Lord and was confirmed, right? So was confirmed born. So as by those who heard him speak. Confirmed to us by them that heard him. So pay attention. He says that this word was first spoken by the Lord and was confirmed to us by them that heard him. Meaning, whoever is speaking here didn't hear from the Lord directly. Are you with me? So this person can't have been the disciple of Jesus when he was on the earth. So this already removed the idea of all of the traditional apostles. So it's going to have been Peter, James, John, Jesus and Elias, right? Paul falls in the category of this because Paul also did meet Jesus on the earth. I hope you realize that. Paul did meet Jesus on the earth. But based on what we see so far, Paul is excluded, alright? And so that's why it makes a lot of sense that it could be Apollos or Apelia or Priscilla. Or I could be Apollos or Priscilla, sorry. As I said before, I think in Apollos. Okay. So um, now also now historians predate the book of Hebrews to be written between 63 and 67 AD. 
What is that? I don't understand what is being said here. His question was, of whom is this thing being written about? Of the prophet Isaiah or of another? So meaning he understood what was being said. He didn't just know who it was relating to. Do you understand my point? So you don't need you don't need the spirit of God to read the Bible and understand in this context of reading it and making it know what he's saying. However, for you to be able to relate to what is being said, are you are you with me? That's what you need the spirit of God. And then you also realize that it was actually before he was saved that Simon explained it to him. Sorry, that Philip explained it to him. In other words, Philip first explained it to him, he understood it. The Bible says that from that place, Philip preached Christ unto him. Are we together? So, he first of all understood, his understanding led him to believe in the gospel, and then he became saved. So, it's not like as though the understanding came after salvation. No, the understanding actually led to his salvation. Are you with me, guys? Do you understand me? So, I'm going to let you see how that. It doesn't require the spirit of God to understand the Bible. It does not a lot of times, it just requires clear explanation of what is being said. And that's the reason why even a lot of a lot of folks, a lot of theologians, right, who don't necessarily believe in God, they, I hope you realize that they are theologians who don't believe in God. They are just, they don't study religion. They just study religion, they don't necessarily believe in God. And you might, you might be like that, that will tell you of Christian practices that are wrong. They don't believe in God, but they know Christian practices that are wrong. Are you with me? Do you understand me? Because they've studied through the scriptures. Does that make sense to you guys? That's it. So they understand what the scriptures are saying. They don't believe it. They don't agree with it. They don't work with it, but they understand what is being said. Does that make sense, guys? Okay. And the reason I'm trying to let you see this is, is that if you sit down with your Bible and study it, you will understand it. Amen? Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. What people are using, all the time, people say things like God, and say things like, Holy Spirit of God, you will show me what is being said there. I'm not saying all the time, but a lot of times, it's just this. I will get that. If you desire to sit down, because Bible study is labor. I hope you realize. It's labor. Ah, you know how many hours it took me to do one to four? Up to yesterday night. Up to this morning. It's okay this morning, I'll see what it is. I will get that. That's it. It's, you will take this one after the other. You will be paying attention to what you do, what the world. You know, several of the other things are study to show yourself a proof of the world. You work, man. The ones there, the ones study there, is the real gospel for that. You need to be diligent. Okay. So it's not just about studying, it's about your diligence with scripture. So it's not just what you do when you are studying, it is what you do whether you are with the Bible or when you are not with the Bible. Meaning, at times when you are not with the Bible, but as you are working, you are thinking about it. How is it going to be? You are listening to it. You are thinking. You are meditating. What is it? What is this particular verse talking about? Are you going to be there? You are the leader of the scripture as well. Now, you study. You know, it's working to understand it, it's working to be able to teach it well so people can understand. That's the way it is. And then now it will be something very interesting there. He says, something to show yourself a proof of God. He says, a workman. A workman. The word workman there is the Greek word Pegasus. He has GAT. He's one that refers to a laborer. A laborer. A man is actually akin to a paid laborer. Like someone that is paid to work. You know, when you pay somebody to work, when they work, when they are paid. I don't get that. I don't get that. And so, but, so, what is telling Timothy that your approach to Bible doctrine will be as though it is your occupation. Like you are paid to do this. I don't get that. So, the same way you get a design gig and then you see that it's not existing. I know design gig to design gig. There is, there is, there is design gig of technology and a design gig of 
You know, the design of working dollars. So that is not because you are doing more work. They just the way you sit down. You want to study computer. You know, but even when you want to present the logo, you don't just present that kind of place, you don't just, yeah, just do PNG. Ah, you know, ah. Look, you do PBS presentation. I will get You you I like the things you did and the things you don't do. But why shake your leg? You don't have to shake your leg. The things you the things you did and you don't do. So that's the way I go to Bible study. It's like just the way I go to work in the morning. I come back and give you. Do you understand me? Like, so when I'm going to study my Bible, those are not you. When I study, the facts, the fact is, I'm not like this to play with children of God. People are designed like I talk to you. But when I'm so ah, I'm sorry. I talk to you. I like what you like. You really notice. You notice that I'm not like you. Because in class of the day, I can lose the points. I can't, I can't go to business. I was there. You see why I very soon. Because you should have some times. Is a special thing in Hebrews 1. And the entire of Hebrews 2, or the special thing in Hebrews 2, and the entire of Hebrews 3 is just like a logical thing. And then at the end of Hebrews 2, he now continues what he was saying all the way. And string it together. So, ah, what kind of job was it? It is one after the other. One after the other. Don't rush. You can't rush it though. You know, in particular, when the major was going to say, don't rush, slow talk, sir. I'm sorry, you get it. So, um, amen? I'm just talking about it. So, so let's just let's just go straight into our story. So, you just one. Let's start. You just one and just one. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. We are all excited. So, he says, God was so many times, and that was none. Stick time past to the fathers by the prophets. There's a lot there. He says, God was so many times. Now, what's so many times there? I've got to guide this in here. What's so many times? It's a group of polymerals. Now, polymerals will pass to Many persons, or many portions of the whole, polymerous, many portions of the whole. So, for example, say we have uh, a watermelon, and I want to divide the watermelon among me and several disciples, right? Of course, I'm not going to speak half of the watermelon and you share the green one. Sometimes that it's many times that so many times that so many times that so many times that so many times Zai, 
Fathers and children. Don't forget, he's writing, he's writing the book of Hebrews to Jews. So the fathers are their fathers. So we are going to read this book as Jews. Hence the reason why it was important that I read that for this So we are going to read this as Jews. So the fathers will be our own fathers. The fathers will be the fathers of the Jews, or the Israelites and the people them. So this will be part of the Israelites in the days of the Lord. Does that make sense? Are we together? So he says, how can I pass to the fathers by the prophets? Another question. So, having seen that the fathers are those days, who will be the prophets? Will the prophets be referring to the prophets that we see today? Mm-hmm. Eh? No, but rather the prophets that spoke to who? those fathers. Are we together? Yes. Does that make sense? And now, back it up is we say, so in other words, look, look at Amplified. I like to be Amplified who says it. Who has Amplified here? Do you have Please read it. In many separate revelations. In many separate revelations. Each of which set for the portion of the Thank truth. you. Each of which set for the portion. So now, in many separate revelations, poly, polytropos, many ways. Each of which sends forth a portion of the truth, polytropos, that um, sundry times, many portions of one whole. Are we together? So, in many separate revelations, each of which set forth a portion of the truth, go on. And in different ways. And in different ways, go on. God spoke of old to God our forefathers. God spoke of old to the to our forefathers. To our forefathers, whose forefathers are called the Hebrews, right? Our forefathers go on. In and by the prophets. In and by the prophets. Does that make sense again? Are we together? Good. So, we've done verse 1. Verse 2, he says, As in these last days, spoken to us in his son. Amen. Amen. Spoken to us in his son. So, some things you should pay attention to. First of all, is that it says, These last days. Because a lot of times the idea of last days that we have is that, you know, we think the last days are not happening. This is how you know children are born into Christianity. So we can know this. What is that? What is that? What is that? What is that? And we know the First Timothy 4, from verse 1 to 6. And, um, bless him. Please open 2 Timothy 3, 1 to 5. 2 Timothy 3, 1 to 5. Alright, Zion, let me add you. It's in little, little children. Little children. It is the last hour. It is what? The last hour. The last hour. One. And as you have heard. And as you have heard. That the Antichrist is coming. That the Antichrist is coming. Even now, many Antichrists have come. Thank you. Even now, many Antichrists have come. By which we know that it is the last hour. By which we know that it is the last hour. So that was in the time of John. They were the Antichrist. You know what? In case they are thinking that the Antichrist is coming, that no. You know, we have, you know, we have one, but we have seen this in the point. Ah, it's good to let you know that the Antichrist has been around for the time of John Jesus. Amen? Amen. You know that one. Ah, you know. What do you think the Antichrist is? The word Antichrist is actually simple. 
It's a great word anti Christus. Any spirit that is against the spirit of Christ, the spirit of Jesus Christ. And that's why in that same place, in John 2, there's anything that, com- that confesses that Jesus did not come in the flesh, is the spirit of the Antichrist. So, mean any spirit that speaks against the work of salvation that Christ is the Antichrist. How is it that? So, you realize that you know, a lot of things that are happening today, and this is why you have to be saying as a believer, a lot of things that are happening today against the gospel of the spirit of the Antichrist. How is it that? Do you understand me? People, sometimes, you see, you see people are in unbelief against the gospel, or who are against the gospel, and they think. They are just, you know, fighting things. No, it's the spirit of the Antichrist that are working, but you don't know. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. And from that time, he said that it is the last day, in the last hour. So, from those times, so let it be the last hour. I will tell you that. First Timothy, um, go on. First Timothy, go on. Now, the spirit of the Now, the spirit expressly says that in later times, that in later times, some will depart All right, go on. from the faith All right. by giving you. Giving the spirit and talking of demons through repetition of life, whose consciences are scarce, who forbid marriage, and enjoy our taste of food, which God created to be received with faith in by those who believe and know the truth. Now, wait, I want to talk to you. Okay, good. God, help me. I'm just a young boy in this ministry, so God, it's my heart. I just want to teach your people. You know, it says in that first word that that the spirit gets expressed in the last days what will happen. That means that some will depart from the faith. Some will depart from the faith by, by giving by giving in to the spirit spirit and dropping the demons. Now they will they will glorify by giving in to the spirit and dropping the demons. I don't believe that. What you mean? You know what I'm saying? Once you're ready, you know what I'm saying? Actually, what I'm but then I was done talking to you. You know what I'm saying? That you've not talked and I was terrible sorry because I was terrible. Terrible because it really didn't matter much to you whether you understood or not. I just just put that you're wrong. I didn't care whether you understood or not. I didn't care. I just wanted you to know that you're wrong. So I am the what is happening is we believe that nobody will agree for each other. The one thing will be sure. Eh? People who are around will know that I know what I Like I am the and so at some point, you don't have to stop because you can't do ministry like that. Are you okay? You can't bless guys like that. Alright? But people are allowed to just know that all the truth, this guy knows what I mean. But the reality of it is that you will not agree because I'm, as, I'm, as I'm teaching and coming upon you, I'm coming upon your soul. So I will not be asking you questions that I will not answer. Not because I don't know it, but not because I want to share you, I don't know <laughs> One time, I was, I was teaching, ah, Jesus, I was arguing on eternal salvation, on a particular page. On the group page, they were about, I think about 40 something of them, and I think they were just so close to the arguments. And the arguments continued for three days. Three days. I argued, I argued with Tata's salvation until I argued to the point where I explained that Jew. Ah, I never say I want to say that here. What I said in that place, I don't think I, I don't think I'm ready to say it here. Imagine. And I said this as I went on the story. As I went right now, in the gallery like this, I can't see what I said. Actually, I had to go. What did I talk to you about? I ah, I went to Genesis, I went to Revelation, I went ah, 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 what did he? Hallelujah. Know you want to make it happen. Know you want to make it happen. Know you want to make it happen. Why is this thing worth doing? That is why you already finally engaged myself to Twitter I can't do it because already, first of all, I'm going to Twitter. The average person is not used to listen to me. 
Do you understand? So it's a waste of time. And then you feel like I have so much to give over. Do you know this house has to pay me? You can propose that, like my guys, you have an idea of how much teachings I pay in a week. You don't think I somehow, in the middle of all of that, have the luxury to be doing. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if I cannot do a share, and that's why you know me. If I'm going to talk, it's really. <laughs> if I'm going to talk, it's really a share. If you have anything to say to me, you don't have to do a share. It's very likely that any question you want to ask me, I'll cover it in a share. Very likely. So, when I ask you a question, I can tell that you didn't read it. Go back. Go and read this place. I will get up. So, let's go. So, so, and so where I was the first thing was about the doctrine of demon rights and sensitive spirits. And look at what we call the doctrine of demon. Go through the dimension of life. Okay. Most questions are seen. They are seen because of your big marriage. Now wait, 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 wait. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I'm not gonna say this. I'm not the one that said it. Now let me not put this in one place. This doesn't mean that folks will decide not to get married. So, and it's the same Paul that was saying to get married. Are you getting But look at what he says forbidding people to get married. So it's one thing to say, oh, I want to, on my own condition. Do you understand? On my own condition, I don't want to have a spouse. I want to be on the ghost. Amen? Yes. <laughs> and then, it's another thing to not say, oh, I do, but not my own. Is it what the doctrine of Amen? Amen. Continue. And enjoying happiness from books. Which God created to be received. Where's the happiness from what? Books. From books. Fruits. Fruits of books. Books. Okay. Yeah. Alright, go on. Which God created. Which God created. To receive the test given. To receive the test given. By those who believe and know the truth. By those who do what? Believe and know the truth. Thank you. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Yes, Praise God. Amen. Amen. So you know, you know, hey God, if the Bible has said it, you don't need to. Alright? So, Bible says every food is received is what? Thanksgiving. By those who do what? Believe and what? So a doctrine of demons is to tell people to abstain from food that is to be received in Amen? Amen. That's what I'm going to say. I will leave you to show the main part of the trend in your mind. Amen? Mm -hmm. Can't you just say that you're scared? I'm scared. <laughs> I'm scared. I'm not going to talk. But what that does is we have to see how that um, you know, she, in some sense, the end is like, joy is pop. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. Everything is going to be what? Escatos, sorry, escatos means from what we have escatology. 
means the end. Just and the end final. And a mega actually refers to a period in dispensation. A mega actually refers to a period. It actually refers to dispensation in period. So what they are saying is that this is the last dispensation. And now this will make sense. Why? Because so far we have seen two things. He said that God who has sold the heaven and devil's man has taken time pass to the fathers by the prophets has in this last dispensation or final dispensation spoken to us in what? In the song. So meaning we have two dispensations. We have a dispensation where God was speaking to the fathers by the prophet. Are we together? And then we have a final dispensation in which God is speaking in the song. Does that make sense? Are we together? But do not forget, however, that all things that were spoken to the fathers by the prophets were different portions of a truth. Does that make sense, guys? Different portions of a truth and diverse patterns. Does that make sense? Are we together? It means that if we sum together all that the prophets spoke, if we bring all their speakers together and sum it up together, we will arrive at the speaking in the song. Does that make sense? Are we together? Again, God who has subject times and diverse manners, speaking time past to the brothers and the prophets, as in this last day spoken in the song. So make more sense of this. That's just Luke 24. Luke 24 from verse. Luke 24 from verse 25. Luke 24 from verse 25. It says, All fools are slow us to believe all that the prophets have spoken. Right? All of the Christ who have suffered this thing and went into his glory. So he's saying that. Uh, so all them fools are slow of us. Right? To believe all that the prophets have spoken. Because they did not. So he's saying, If you have believed what the prophets have spoken, you would have known that the Christ should have suffered. I should have right from the dead because you don't have any sense. In other words, Jesus expected that from the Old Testament scriptures, from the words of the prophets, these people would come to understand the death and the resurrection of Christ. I will get that. I will get that. And that's why it looks like the post of the Bible. It says, All fools, I'm not sure you guys are quite right. What's the definition of the state of your heart? Because what fools get, the Greek word anointings. Right? Anointings, and it's the word that means men without understanding. And that's what they were. They were men without understanding. Why? Because the moment he was done talking to them, he now says that, and beginning at Moses and all the prophets, that verse 27, he says he expounded to them in all the scriptures and things concerning himself. So, how did he deal with their foolishness? He did what he explained. But I, I you with me. So, the issue with them was that they were men without understanding. The reason they didn't believe was that they didn't understand. And that's what I was saying before, that oftentimes, understanding comes before believing. I mean, there are not all the time, but oftentimes, faith is a function of understanding. I mean, there are, even if the understanding is in the sleepless form, even if the man does understand the fact that Christ died, was buried, and rose again, that understanding can now best go to him to receive the message. Do you understand the point? But the point of this is this: is that by them looking through the Old Testament scriptures, they would have, by that understanding, it should have brought them to a point of faith to believe that Christ must have died and be raised again for them. I mean, there are guys. Does that make sense? Look at Luke 24 verse 24. Luke 24 verse 24. Luke 24 verse 24. Mount Rocker Summer, Luke 24 and verse 24. Are we together? Yes, sir. What, what then? And so what's there? These are the words that are supposed to be heard of me. But what can we do? What can we do? Which are the things that are supposed and in the south, so you see, these are the things that I said while I was with you that all things must be fulfilled. And what you know, these things that were written in the Lord of Moses, right? In the prophets, and in the south, concerning you. So, meaning from Genesis 
Genesis and Genesis and Exodus and Exodus number Deuteronomy, right? The prophets gathered from um, Joshua to Malachi and the south, of course, keep on the prophets. Are we together? Concerning me. And now says, um, what does it mean for us? And you put your understanding. Understanding that they might work. Comprehensively. Now, what understanding there? The first understanding there is the word loose, means mind. So you open your mind. I'm not sure that you this before. The word open there is the people that are making you need to open for the first time. Are we together? Now, so, the anointing, I'm just doing this so you can understand. The anointing opens their mind for the first time. Their minds, their understanding, their moves, their minds, that they might understand. Now, the word understand there, the second understand, is the Greek word Suleimi. S U N E I M I. Suleimi. S U N E I M I. It's from two words. From the word Su, S U N E. And then from the Greek word Ieni, H I E M I. H I E M I. Soon means together. Soon means together. Ieni means to send. So, Suleimi means. To send together. Are we together? It means we are putting some things together and then we send it on the journey. So, when he said he opened the understanding that they might understand the scriptures, what is he saying? He puts together the scriptures and put it all together for them to understand. So, the understanding of scriptures, there, the way the understanding was, wasn't that it was necessarily going from one scripture to the other separately, but that he brought the scriptures together. So, what will make you arrive at salvation to pray to Christ Jesus in your study of the scriptures is that you will bring everything together. Don't forget, it is different portions. Amen? Different portions, diverse manners. So, for you to understand that I have a salvation to pray to Christ Jesus, what are you going to do? You are going to bring all the things that you said. You bring it together at home. Are you there? And you study it at the home. You now have salvation to pray to Christ Jesus. Are you there? First Peter chapter 1 from verse 9. First Peter 1 from verse 9. That's what I want to understand. He says, you see the end of the day? Are you there? Are we there? Am I too fast? Yes, sir. I'm too fast. First of all, I want to understand. This good day. Alright. First of all, I want to understand. He says, you see the end of the day? The words salvation. So, in other words, the state says, of which salvation the prophet was inquired and searched diligently, who prophesied of the grace that should come unto me. Unto yeah. me. He says, searching what what manner of time the spirit of Christ has never signified, when he spoke before and when he prophesied before and the words, sufferings of Christ and the words. Hallelujah. So, from that one, from verse 9 to 11, you see, first of all, that. They spoke about salvation. I was there now. He says the spirit of Christ was then this signified. He says they were searching words or what manner of time. So many, even though they prophesied it, they didn't necessarily understand it. So then themselves, so we see two things there. We see the spirit of God signifying it, and we see them searching to understand what the spirit of God signified. Does that make sense? Yes, sir. Again, of which salvation the prophets inquired. And was such diligently. So what are the prophets doing? In themselves, they were searching. Are we together? Right? When the goal of the salvation are such diligently, alright, or the grace has come unto you. What are they doing? They were searching words or what manner of time. So meaning they were seeking to understand it. And they were seeking to know when it is going to happen. 
searching water, what one of them? This the what? The Spirit of Christ, which was a day, did what? Signify. So, pay attention. The Spirit of Christ was signifying about the sufferings of Christ and the glories following him. But the prophets were searching to understand it and to know when it was going to happen. Have I confused you? Have I confused you? Again. The Spirit of Christ, which was in there, did signify when it testified beforehand the words, sufferings of Christ and the words. So what was the Spirit of Christ doing? Oh, yeah. What was the Spirit of Christ doing? You guys should not be scared now. Talk, talk. Yeah, you're on the right path. What was he doing? Speaking of salvation. Signifying before the suffering of God. So, the Spirit was speaking about salvation to the prophets. Are you scared that? But on their own, the prophets, in their minds, what were they trying to do? They were trying to understand it. And they were trying to understand what manner of time. So, meaning, the Spirit, that's what they were asking. That's what they were asking. Because they themselves didn't understand what they were speaking of. Are you scared So, the Spirit of God was signifying it. But they were not trying to understand what the Spirit of Christ through them signified. And also they were trying to know what manner of time what the Spirit of Christ signified would come. Are you with me? And now that the Spirit now says that, go to the Spirit. What does the Spirit say? To them it was revealed. Also it was revealed that not also themselves, but also us. But also us. Uh-huh. They were ministering the things. They ministered. So at the end of the day, they realized that ah, this thing you are saying is not ourselves. Are we that? It's also another. Like it's also those that are coming after us. Can you see why he says they were searching when what manner of time? Are we together? So they themselves did not understand this. The Spirit of Christ through them signified it. Are we together? So they now wanted to understand. And in their search to understand, they realized that, oh, these things we are speaking, actually, they are not for us. These things we speak for by the Spirit of God is not for us. It's actually for those who are to come after us. Are we together? Yes. They go, what does it say? Ministry. To which now have been reported to you. Which has now been reported unto you. Through those who have preached the gospel, those who have the gospel by the spirit, by what spirit? Sent from heaven. Things which angels desire to do for so. What I would like to do this is to explain to you is that from the Old Testament scriptures, you can see and understand salvation by the But for you to be able to do that, you are going to have to bring all of the prophecies of the prophets together. Are you together, guys? And in studying them holistically, you will now arrive at salvation through the Christ Jesus. Amen. There's a reason why, as you read through the other Sabbath scriptures, you won't see Jesus' creation. Are you with me? But by the time you now study the entire thing, and that's the reason why it was important that when Bible was in both in Luke 24, 27, and Luke 24, 47, he said the same thing. Sorry, Luke 24, I think 45. The same thing that Moses and the prophets, Moses. The prophet in the laws, the prophets, and the sounds. It's just to let you know that for, for you to arrive at understanding salvation through the Christ Jesus, you can't just study Genesis in me. You are going to have to take Genesis up to Malachi. In fact, not just Malachi. You are going to have to take Genesis up to John the Baptist. I hope you realize that John the Baptist is a Old Testament prophet. Hallelujah. I hope you realize that he was a Old Testament prophet. Yes, sir. Which of our summer says explain the beginning of the new covenant? I don't think it's the place of innocence. And again, it's the place of experience. I can't go from it. It's not the place of innocence. Kind of our way. Our innocence is not kind. Go and check out. I can't go away exactly and explain about where the new covenant begins, right? But 
What we need to know is that John the Baptist was actually the son of prophets. And I'll show you why very, very soon. Go to, and you guys need to this foundation that he was confused with this. So go to Matthew 11, from verse 11. I hope you realize that we are still in Hebrews 1, verse 6. Can you see why I said? We can't finish. Honestly, if we finish Hebrews, or we finish Hebrews, if we finish Hebrews 3 to 1, we test it. Amen? But here's the interesting thing. By the time I'm done with Hebrews 3 tomorrow, you will realize that on your own, you most likely be able to study up to Hebrews maybe 10 7. Are you together? Because what I'm trying to achieve in this meeting is not just to give you the answer. I'm also trying to show you how to get that answer. Are you together? So that when I'm not there, you can also see that on your own and look through scripture and come up with an answer. Does that make sense? Are you good? Very good. So, Matthew 11. Are we there? Matthew 11. Grace, can you read Matthew 11 from the 11th person? Please read. Very The law and the prophets. Where does it stop? Thank you. Do you understand? So, what is not about the Old Testament prophets? What about the prophets doesn't stop with that white page? There's Adam, there's Joseph, Adam, Malachi. That white page. That's where the Old Testament stops. Are you together? That's not it. Even though, so now, so there's a difference between the New Testament and the New Testament writings. Are you together? Now, the, let me give you an example, understanding why. The reason is because those four Gospels were actually written after the New Testament was already in existence. Those four Gospels were written after Jesus had risen from the dead. Are we together? After the New Covenant had been given, after it was in effect. Do you understand? For example, the book of John was written in 1680. So it was almost written at the same time with the book of Revelation. So, so I don't think that the books were written chronologically that we saw. Master was written before Mark, before you got on new. Are we together? Not necessarily. Do you understand me? Do you understand? So, so, that's, so that's why they are New Testament writings, but they are not necessarily in the dispensation of the New Testament. Does that make sense? Yes, Does that make sense, guys? Let's continue our story. So, but now, we're not done. It says to explain what it means by 
um, development negative by both. Go to Luke 16. Now, Luke 16, 16. Now, there's something in, there's something about studying the four Gospels called the law of cooperative study. Now, I'm going to do in, in, in June, in June, I don't know how to do that conference. Resolve conference is an eight hour conference. Um, we are going to be having eight hours. But we are going to be a 10 minute break in between, right? And they are teaching on Bible and Right? Why are you I'm going to teach on Bible and Right? Um, so I'm going to teach on how to study your Bible. So you know that that's what we're going to say. Like, how to study your Bible. Right? Uh, you can't finish. Go. Go your course. You think you can get to get it, right? Um, for the sermon, of course, I'm going to put out some more information. But and there's some basic things that you must do. You must listen to Exploring Salvation 3. I think that's where it is. Um, it is a defense of eternal salvation, right? Yes. So, and I, I, I know I established some views of every application in that place. So, at least as a, as a prequel to that particular um, conference, go and listen to Exploring Salvation 3. And that how that sermon, that's compared to this century. Amen? So it's really like I'm putting um, in classes, right? So, so I'm going to actually talk, and in that conference, I'm going to deal with Bible, how to understand the Bible. That's what I'm going to do for it out. How to listen to that, right? So, just have that in mind. In June, not your calendar. You don't do a weekend, of course. Do this Saturday, of course. Nine to five days. Amen? You are not. You must say good. Ask finish works. You are finished. Christ is good. You are not good. Great God. He has done some things so we can have Hallelujah. Great God. Amen? So in Christ is finished. Or finished. I finished. I saw the work. So it's done. Praise God. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. Luke 16:16. Praise God. Hallelujah. Alright, Luke 16:16. Are you there? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, pay attention. Now, as I said, I'm talking about the law of the greatest study in the form of schools. Now, this is the law of the greatest study. Now, you need to realize that the form of schools are eyewitness accounts. I will say that. And eyewitness accounts mean that they were narrating the same events, but Different people are narrating the same thing. And that's the reason why it seems as though when you read the book of you realize that it's almost like a position. They are saying the same thing. However, there are some details you find in one that you miss in another, some details you miss in one that you find in another. Are we together? And that's because, of course, if somebody was supposed to give details of this meeting on their own, like different people are supposed to give details of this meeting, they will say the same thing. Are we together? At the end of the day, the, the meaning of what they will say will be the same, but the way they say it might be different. Are we together? The perspective they want towards him is different. Are we together? For example, some people need to listen now and they say, ah, the person that I've talked to is funny. <laughs> it doesn't say it in there. Perspective. I'll just go on, but the spirit of God comes to me. Alright, so, moving on. So, so, when you want to have a realistic perspective about the events in the form you have to learn to study about the same events in their other accounts in the end of the gospel. Are you there? And so, by progressive study, you cannot go to the point where you say, oh, this is actually what it's talking about. Does that make sense? Yes. Are you there? So, in understanding what was said in Matthew 11, we are now in Luke 16. 
Are you with me? Because it's the same thing spoken about. But now Luke is giving us another account. Are you with me? So Luke 16 and verse 6. The Lord of Prophets. But until John. Since that time. Since that time. The kingdom of God is preached. The kingdom of God is preached. And every man prays yet into it. And every man prays yet into it. So now let's do a um, comparison. The kingdom of God suffered violence, and the violence takes it by what? Force. For the law and the, for, for, for all the law and the prophets, prophesied prophet, unto what? That's Matthew 11 12. I wish I had, now I see why so let's talk about Alright, that's Matthew 11. Luke 16. Luke 16. It's more or less an inverse. Because now, when Luke 16, what does it start with? For all the uh, prophets were prophesied until John. Then, what does it now go? Since that time, so what does it mean by saying the kingdom of God suffers violence? Now, what does it mean by saying the violence they get it by God? Go. So, what is he saying? Until John the Baptist came, people have been prophesying, oh, the kingdom of God is coming. The kingdom of God is coming. The desire is coming. By the time John the Baptist arrives on the scene, he now says, you know what? That kingdom of God that we have been talking about, this is the man. John chapter 1 verse 9. Behold the Lamb of God that takes away what? The sins of the world. Are we together? So now, there is a much more aggressive preaching of the gospel. Because before, people were saying, it's coming, it's coming, it's coming. Now, this is it. Are we together? So now, in, in other words, there is much more revelation about the kingdom of God now than there has ever been. Does that make sense, guys? Are you get that? And because of that, we now have more men pressing in suits. Do you understand me? Because one of these you would also realize, of course, from the baptism of John, was that the baptism of John had a lot of converts. In fact, it had a lot, it had so many converts that by the particular, and, and, I can't remember exactly right now, where the Pharisees came to Jesus to tell him, and they said, Tell us, of which power do you need to that And then Jesus said, Okay, I'm only going to answer you if you answer this question. John Baptist was it of man or of God? And the Bible says that they couldn't answer why. Because they said, If they said it is of God, you ask them, Why did you believe? And if they said it is of men, they, they were scared because everybody believed John to be a prophet. Are we together? So, John's ministry was so was so authoritative that people, everybody agreed. You know, Jesus had controversies in his own ministry as to whether he was the son of God. Actually, people did have issues with agreeing that Jesus was the prophet. The issue was agreeing that Jesus was the son of God. Are you with me? That's the reason why even in Luke 24, after he was risen, when Jesus met Philippus on the road, and he said, what going on? He said that, are you a stranger? You know, you know, he said, what's happening on the Nazareth? A prophet who was mighty in power and So he called him a prophet. So the issue was they didn't agree that he was so good, but they agreed that he was a prophet. I wouldn't get that. Do you understand me? So it was just so in other words, what I wanted to bless you see is that people agreed that John the Baptist was a prophet. I would get that. And he had serious converts. Are you he had so many converts? And so, in other words, until this time, the kingdom of God had been preached. But more violently than ever, it is now being preached because now. One is now saying, this is the kingdom of God in front of you. Are you there? And because now there is now more clarity about the kingdom of God than ever, people are now pressing issues that you've ever done before. Are you there? So that's the meaning of the kingdom of God is something violent. 
and the God has taken by force. So the God has taken by force. Actually, those who haven't seen the kingdom of God now are now pressing into it. Does that make sense? Yes. Are we together? So you won't understand that word by just reading. Now that's why there's a place of context. There's also a place for corroborative evidence. When you see, okay, what are the other places where this particular topic was discussed by the rest of the apostles? Are we together? And what they do? Does that make sense? Yes. Does that make sense? Are we together? So, what I was trying to let you see so far is how that the words, first of all, is how that John Baptist was a non-determined prophet. Are we together? And the summation of everything they have been saying from Genesis all the way down. So, if we are talking about, so don't forget now, when we are talking about all of the prophecies of the prophets, most of them are it's also involved in. Because there's something in Bible like this, there's something that we call the progression of knowledge. Progression of knowledge. One of the things you realize is that as time went on through the Old Testament scriptures, people began to have a better understanding of God. For example, one of the things you realize is that do you realize that prayer did not start in creation? Hallelujah. I think I've told you this before. I think it was in Genesis 6. The Bible says people began to call upon the name of God. So there was a particular point that people began to learn to pray. Are you with me? So what you see over the years is that there was a progression in knowledge about God over the years. Are you with me? From Genesis. So you are not likely to know about what the Belial will do and who it will be. By the time you look at all of the prophecies of the prophets of St. John. So, up to John, they've been prophesying. But they were prophesying in the past. They were saying different things about desire. Now, of course, as you are taking more information, more information, more information, you are having clearer things about what is good to you. Are you with me? You understand me? You are having much more things, much more clear information, much more clear information. Until you get to the job that says, you know what? All the things they've been saying, this is the person. Are you with me? You understand me? So, by showing up everything everybody has previously said, you are at the revelation of Jesus. Does that make sense? Yes, sir. I am going to teach in next year Kerenzo Bible Conference. Next year Kerenzo Bible Conference. I'm going to teach on the gospel. Yeah, next year. Next year is Kerenzo Bible Conference. Next year is Kerenzo So I'm going to teach next year Kerenzo Bible Conference. I'm going to talk about two things I'm going to do. We're going to do, first of all, I'm going to examine how the gospel was preached in the Proverbs. The facts of the gospel. That's what I'm going to do. And I think I'm going to explore also the very important things. What is the extent of the message that Christ is going to get saved? You asked that question before. I'm going to explore this to you. Because one of the things you have to realize is everybody in the Testament did not believe Jesus would die and rise again. Amen? Amen. There was only so much information available to a certain set of people at the particular point in time. So we didn't think that those people would not be saved. That's the truth, Nancy. Are you here? Nancy. You said, you're not a reason. I sit down with you. Uh, I think I think the first time I heard that question was in I think my phone was there. And I remember very clearly how I and Fred were arguing about that. See, how different? How different? Do you realize that the first time I heard about the, the idea of people who are going to end because of the people, how did I see it? Do you realize that I've been having that question on my friends since since I saw it, that's right. We didn't hear from anybody. We just like stumbled upon my study. I can remember very clearly the room we were in our and our legs. It was in fact, it was during pressure of the education period. After the education time, we were in our legs, just opposite our um, um, nose, like this. 
and meet there were people who stand and they just sit down and they were discussing about um, how can people have never been posted before? I was going to address that also next year. Explain the gospel. How can people have never been And we don't, now here's the thing. We need to actually understand everything we say. But even now, when they are among your guys, you put up that you are going to the same church. You know what They are not saying things you've never heard before. This you can't study. Even if you know what you just want to talk. So, yeah. so maybe. So someone, I remember, I think that they saw from the Bible last month. Yeah, I can't study. Sometimes you just study because you don't want to come You see, get, go to that one. You don't say Greek, Greek, Greek. So the Greek guy is there, so that you don't want to know what you're saying, but you just say it. But those things are the things that get in us the hunger for study. I always get that. So you need to have a kind of friend. Friends, I guess, can sit down and say, you know, what is this said here? I mean, what is this say? Don't want to be saying to you know, Learn to learn the habit of questioning everything you believe in. That's where it starts from. I'm not questioning it as far, you don't want to believe anything, but questioning it as far. What is the basis for what I believe? Can I explain it? That's where it starts from. The way you have that mindset, right everything you see, you question everything. Even your prayer body. And that's the beginning. Once you have that attitude, you'll be shocked. You'll be shocked how much you grow in six months. You just have that mindset that everything I want to, everything I believe in, or any concept I, I, I believe in right now, I want to have at least three portions of scripture to explain it. At least three. If you can have that mindset and that behavior, there will be virtually any, any important Bible topic. I have to say important, but I'm talking about it. There will be virtually any important Bible topic you begin. Are you going to say anything? Are you going to say anything? Yeah. Don't just say, don't just say it anyhow. Right? What else? Uh, Amen? Amen. And so what I'm trying to do so far is just to show you how that the companion of the Holy Scriptures of St. John Baptist arrives at one point, which is what? Christ Jesus. Are you Salvation through what? Wait, in what? So now back to Hebrews 2. Hebrews 1 verse 2. So it says, as this last day is spoken to us. So can you not see why I said that? The song total of everything that, that the Father spoke to the prophets is the speaking of the song. Can you see now? Can you see right now? Are you there? So, when we sum up everything that the Old Testament prophet has said, everything they have said, we realize at one thing, and what we should call the speaking of God in the Son. So, that makes sense, guys. Are you there? He says, as this man has spoken to us in the Son, right? He now says, whom he has appointed heir of all things, and by whom also he made the world. Now, he says, appointed. According to make you realize that this son was not born that way. The son was appointed to the heir of all things. The son was not born to the heir of all things. He was appointed as heir of all things. It's going to make very sense very soon. But let me just say that. As I explained further, you see why I have to say that. He has appointed him heir of all things. And he says, by whom also he made the world. The world? The world. Now, the word world there is the Greek word Gaeon, which also means dispensation. Remember what we just saw about dispensation in Hebrews 1 or the 1 2. How that, at the motion of the speaking of God, we see two dispensations. There was a dispensation where God was speaking in the words through the, through the prophets to the Father. I'm going to that. And then there was a second dispensation where God spoke to the Son. Does that make sense? Yes, sir. Does that make sense? He now says, that he's not thinking about this song. He says, The song, God has appointed him care of all things. And he says, By this song also, he made the world. The world. He made the dispensations. 
How would he have made the dispensations by the Son? Simply. Now wait. Do you realize that by God choosing to begin to speak in his Son, he automatically had made two dispensations? Let me explain. Initially, there was God speaking to the Father through the prophets. Do you realize that? And this, this for folks who were here when I talked about spiritual mission one and two, you understand better. I'm sorry, I tried to get it from you. Salvation has always been God's plan, for better still, that man will be in Christ. You know the difference? That man will be in Christ. But what's the difference between man in Christ and salvation? You guys know what that man, I'm sorry you don't understand. Try to go to our archive. Now, the man who gave Christ was God's plan for the beginning. I remember. You know what in Christ was in the beginning? You know what in Christ? That is not the man who gave Christ. I find you in God. Do you remember that? I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Don't don't go to me. So now, that was God's plan for the beginning. Are we together, guys? Are we together? So, it's not that. So, because also realize that if all the speaking that the prophets were doing were many portions of the way, it would mean that it's not like as though the plan for salvation happened after the prophets had been speaking. For you to be able to talk about portions, you have to talk about the fact that you have to be holy. Are you mm-hmm. Then you cannot out of that only the speaking portions. So before the prophets even started speaking, there was already a rule. Are we together? It is because there is a hole that we can realize that there are portions. Does that make sense, guys? Are we together? Are we together? So, in other words, we can say it this way that God has always wanted to speak in his own. The only difference is that at one point in time, it was in many portions, but still about the soul. However, in this final time, he speaks as a whole in the song. But in both dispensations, the speaking was still what about the song. So that makes sense. Are we together? In one dispensation, it was so in one dispensation, it is the song. The only difference is the means through the speaking is. In one dispensation, it is speaking about the song in different manner and different portions. In the second dispensation, it is speaking about the song, but as a whole, speaking about the song in the song. Does that make sense, guys? Are we together? Are we together? So, when he says, by the song, he made the dispensation, does that make sense now? Because at the end of the day, it is still the song he is speaking about in both dispensations. The only difference is the means through which he is speaking. Does that make sense, guys? Are we together? Glory to God. What I just said there, what I don't explain now, will make you realize something. That would mean that. That would mean that before the new, before the old covenant, we had the new covenant. Not that far. Take it, take it. I'm going to take I'm going to take it. There is no way. 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 Now wait. Remember that the old covenant is actually the dispensation of the law. Who see it very soon as we go to the book of Hebrews? Are we together? The old covenant is the dispensation of the law. 
God did not start as he went, Moses. Amen? Yeah. I would better. There was a covenant that was in place before Moses. Do not forget that the covenant, there was a covenant that was made with Abraham. And under which Jacob and Isaac were part of that covenant. Go to Galatians. Galatians 4. Now you see, let me say the truth. I'm glad to you that you that the reason or my understanding of people is solely because I'm studious. So I'm that. Hallelujah. I'm born with the Chinese. Glory to Jesus. I'm not going to be the Jesus. What I'm going to let you see is that there's also the point of the call of God to you guys. Hallelujah. If that's what God without you, the call will walk through you. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. The great work will be called. Amen. Hallelujah. And that's why I say that the things are more easier for some people than some other people. It doesn't, it's stressful, but it doesn't feel like so much stressful. Teaching, I can see for hours, don't stop. It's like, I'm like a fish in water. This year, I'm like this. Honestly, I can go like this. I don't need my honesty right now. Now, if I leave here and I get to my I can collapse. But right now, I think like soldiers of energy in my body. I can go on here, if you are. So the grace of God will give you this Hallelujah. According to the measure of the grace of God, you see, the problem with a lot of people, especially by the lot of people, is that they convert that which men get by Hallelujah. You see, we must reckon that your effectiveness increases as you stay with the call. In your level, your effectiveness increases. As you stay with the call and you optimize and you use the call, as you are placed with the call, people are placed with this will be placed in the country. God never makes a human He knows them. As I told you guys before, God loves all men the same. He doesn't trust all men the same. Stay with your call. The individual will have the same things. Be faithful with it, more is coming. Don't correct the more. If not, the more correct with you, still, still with the little, the seeming little you have, in that little you let it go, in the abundance come. Decide to be faithful. In your obedience is the blessedness. For as you continue to stay, as you continue to be obedient, as you continue to stay in the place of obedience, you will see much more the fruits of faithfulness about. The fruits of faithfulness in men, the fruits of faithfulness in sources, 
and the people of faithfulness in him to do more. The people of faithfulness in more miracles and the execution of families. Hallelujah. Very good. So that's why I can Very good. So that's why I'm talking to anyone in the body of the Just start with one. Amen? Amen. Start with one. Your discipleship means how do you feel? I told you guys before, my 200 level. I have just two disciples, two folks I was teaching. I post them on Genesis 1, the semester. Genesis 1, 2, and 3. Who is that? Okay. And mind you, at this point in time, I was already going to change for people. These two folks, I personally assured myself that it's everything nobody has here. What are you I did I personally decided that I wasn't going to that I was going to go on my activities myself and by my labor find men and teach them. I learned. And so at of course before that maybe I was not fortunate at all as a leader in churches. Not fortunate at all. And I have my own personal disciple plan. And it's now what I can get Now, if I were able, these people were now going on their own activities and they were having their own disciples. So I was having meetings with them and their disciples and and I was too leader in church. Amen. 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 I don't care. Never. Amen? Mm-hmm. People that don't die for you. Mm-hmm. Even in salvation, even if you go to Cuba, Amen? 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 Right. I think I've about this before. Yeah. He now says, and I said this, the law which came 
430 years work. Later. Does not evoke a covenant that was previously ratified by God and do what? Cancel the promise. Cancel the promise. So in other words, before the law came, 430 years before, God had made a covenant with Abraham, foreshadowing the new covenant. Now of course, don't get me wrong. This is not to mean the, the new covenant was in place. Are you there? But the new covenant was already prophesied in the shadow. Are you there? Was already prophesied beforehand. So even when the old covenant came to you, there was already a new covenant in your promise that was going on. Are you there? Do you understand me? That Isaac was a part of, that um, Isaac was a part of, that Jacob was a part of. Do you understand me? Does that make sense? Very good. So that's what I tried to say when I said the new covenant actually comes before the old covenant. So we have the new covenant in the promise coming place. In fact, because the new covenant is coming against the end of Genesis 15. And I will make anything. Do you remember? I will make anything. That's, I thought about the experience of Sean 1. I will put anything between you and between what you see of you suffering. Are you together? So from Genesis 15 and 15, we had the new covenant in the promise. Before the old covenant was now given by Moses. Are we together? Do you understand me? And then the old covenant now continues throughout, and then we now have the new covenant come by the death and resurrection of Jesus. So that makes sense. Yes. So that makes sense. So let's go. So Hebrews, Hebrews 1 and 2. So it says, and this is what it goes on to me. So we have a family that wants to be also in the world. So he made it the world the same thing. It's not the fact, it's simply not the fact that. The two dispensations revolve around the sun. Yes. They are, so what we have in two dispensations are not actually two different people or two different topics. No, it's the same person he's talking about. How is the means of speaking different? Are we together? Do you understand me? So, what he says he made the world, he basically means he's the one that is the author of the two dispensations. Are we together? The dispensation of the fathers to the prophets revolved around him. And this dispensation, when they are now speaking, the source still revolves around. Does that make sense there? Yes, sir. Does that make sense? So let's continue with the same. I think I'm not going to be the Good. He says, Who being the brightness of his glory? Now, what brightness there? Does it just refer to how the intensity of the bright or the intensity of the light? The word brightness there actually is the word, is the Greek word that means the shining forth. The shining forth. Of his glory. So it's not just about the intensity of the light, but the fact that the light is shown forth. So he's speaking about the sun, and he says the sun is the shining forth of God's glory. They are not doing He says the express image. Now, what express image here? I've told you guys before. The word express image is the word character, right? And it's, it's the word that means pretty much. It means um, a figure that is stamped on the as the exact representation of another. So it's like, say for example, a sculptor, right? Maybe you see a person and then you sculpt out the image of that person. And then what you sculpt out is a perfect representation of that person. Are we together? And so he's speaking about the sun. He says, the sun is the what? The shining forth, the brightness of God's glory, right? And the what? The exact representation of his person. The word person there is the Greek word upostasis. Upostasis is the word that means essence. So he's trying to say, the sun is the perfect representation of God's essence. But interestingly also, the one who was is there is the same one that was used in Hebrews 11 and verse 1. Now, faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things that we not see. The word substance there is the Greek word hypostasis. And in some version, it is confidence. 
Are we together? So, what that essence of confidence is what? Let me explain why. In other words, the sun, the sun, not S-U-N, the sun, S-O-N, is the brightest of those glory, the shining part of those glory, and is the express image. And is the express image, are we together? The perfect representation of God as a being of all that God embodies. Are we together? He is the perfect representation of it. And also, don't forget what I said about the fact that the word essence there is also a word that could mean confidence. Are we together? In other words, in the sun, we have the full representation of God's confidence. Hallelujah. Meaning there is a kind of confidence that God wants us to have when we go to the sun. That by the time we see the sun, we are completely assured of who God is. Does that make sense, guys? Does that make sense? Yes, sir. You don't understand. Let me hear you. You don't understand. Let me come. He says the sun. Just as I said so far, you one of these two, right? So we are just speaking about the sun now. He says the sun is the brightness of his glory. That the sun is the shining part of his glory. So it's not just about the sun being an intensity. Is that the sun is intentional? So in other words, don't forget Hebrews one verse one, verse two. God has spoken in the sun. So God has decided that He will be seen by the sun. Do you understand me? So it's not until the sun. He says the sun is the brightness of God's glory. So the sun is the what does it about brightness? It's not about the intensity of the light, but the shining part. Are you together? So the sun is the what shining part of God's glory. That by the time we see the sun, we know who the Father is. Are you together? And now says the express image. Meaning the sun is also the perfect representation of the person of God. And what does it mean to be the person of God? It's the proper representation of the essence of God. All that's made of God. He embodies it. Are we together? So when we look to the soul, we have a thorough understanding of who God is. Are we together? Does that make sense? Are we together? So he said it's the proper representation of this person. And upholding all things by word of power. Now wait. What will all things get required? Eh? New creation. How about you? Zach, what will all things get required? Uh, prophecy. Anybody else? Anybody else? Um, what we said in the school. Okay, don't go on. Is that it? What, what was said in the school? Okay. Now, he says, upholding all things. Now, first of all, let me just say this. For folks that are listening to the world, you know, when you see all things in scripture or all in scripture, you have to understand by context what the all things is. You can't just infuse your own idea of all things. For example, when I say, I can do all things to Christ the first thing. Philippians 4 and verse 13. Yeah. Right? You now say, verse 19, sorry. Is it 19 or 13? 13 and 13. See, you scatter my head sometimes. I can do all things with the person. Now, maybe you don't have to read for your exam. See, I can. Do all things. I can. Do all things. I think you're not probably going to church. I'm probably not going to church. Maybe that's what someone is. You can do all things. Ah! 
So when you realize the scripture that what he was talking about there, Paul was saying that I know how to increase an account. I can do all things with credit. So the other thing there is I know how to increase an account. So all things is always in the context of scripture. Same also in first Corinthians, first Corinthians chapter 3 and verse 21 today. Verse 3 and verse 21. Verse 3 and verse 21. Verse 3 and verse 21. Are you there? Are you there? Yes sir. Alright. Please can you read? Therefore, let no one boast in men. Let no man boast in men. For all things are yours. All things are yours! Glory to God. Glory to God. So brother, I tell you, all things are yours. All things are yours. Don't get it going. So now, in context, he lets you know what he means by all things. Because if God blesses you with a baby, all the friends, <laughs> so now, if I bring things into this place, into this, of course, not into the room, you now tell me, sir, for all things are mine. Bring them. Also, for me, for all things are mine. I will claim you. I will even bother claiming your sins. You are claiming you. So you have to know in context what the mean by all things. Are you there? And then in context, let you know the other thing there. When I look at your thing, it's not so sweet. Like that. Let's go and go to Paul. Whether Paul. Whether Paul. Or Apollos. Or Sephardah Peter. Or the world. Or life. Or life. He says, or death. Amen. He says, all things are So, the context will always be true. And I think after you don't see all the things, this is the case of all the things. And here are the things. And here are the things. And here are all things. So let's do that. You have to see all the things. Let's do that. 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 Let's do so now back to the previous one of the series. The previous one of the series. So when it says, upholding all things by the word of his power. Amen. Upholding all things. Let me get out of the screen here. He upholds all things by the word of his power. So all things in context would be referring to what? Now don't forget, we're still talking about the song. And so far, what are the things you've been contrasting? 
What, what, see, you know, all I did in construction, the dispensation. And what did we say about dispensation? Who did the two dispensations revolve around? Are we together? So, what is being upheld by the sun? So, what are the other things that are being upheld? The first speaking and the second speaking. Are we together? Because the sun is the cause of all both of them life. Are we, are we together? In the reality of it, you realize that the two dispensations are not really different. Because they are both talking about the sun. So really, God has always been speaking about the sun. It's just that at some point in time, we have to be speaking done through prophets in diverse manners. And in another time, we have to be speaking done as one through the sun. Are you together? But it has always been about the sun. Does that make sense, guys? Are you with me? Do you understand? So when he says, upholding all things by the word of his power, our time of all things will necessarily be all things. But by context, upholding the dispensations. Are we together? Like God, now I'm going to continue. I'm going to explain that very soon. He now says, when he had by himself put down sins, son of the of Majesty. So when, so so, let's shrink the entire thing as a statement. Do you realize that this sentence actually starts from? This is so. Hebrews one to the end of. Is when when we are by himself was what was and was this means something very important. It means that that brighter the world glory that we spoke about and expressing the expression that we spoke about is actually when we call the sin. And the reason why this is important is important to notice because in the humanity of Jesus, Jesus presents God to us. In his humanity, he presents him to us. But the perfect representation of God we have is when He died for our sins and rose again. I will get that because in the resurrection, you see John chapter one verse eighteen says, "For no man has seen God at any time. The only person of God is the Father of the Father. He has declared what He was." Hallelujah. You also see in John was seen from the days to night. You know, um, Philip um, was speaking to him and he said, "Show us the Father." So Christ was, and Jesus said, "I have been so long with you, Philip." And you have not only. You see, that have seen the Father. How can you say she was the Father? Hallelujah. So, as Jesus was on earth, he showed us the Father. Hallelujah. So, in his humanity, he represented God to us. But you see, everything that Jesus did right on the earth, men have done in before he came. Yeah. Are we together? Miracles have been done. Although there are some certain miracles that have not been done before Jesus came. For example, demons have never been done before Jesus came. And also, the blind have done it. 
There was no blind side to stop before Jesus came. Yes, you can check it. And then also, um, the dead raised after four days. Those three things. You don't see them happen before Jesus. But then the miracles are happening before Jesus. How do you get that? So in the mind of Jesus, we have an idea of who God is. But the perfect representation of God is actually seen. That that final speaking of the song, remember, the final speaking in the song is actually seen in the death and the resurrection of Jesus. How do you get that? Meaning, when Jesus died, was buried, rose again the third day, and is ascended the better than the Father, is when we see him as the brightness of God's glory and the express image of his person. Are we together? So, before then, we have of course, we have been representing God's work. We've been having an idea of who God is. But we, are, we see God perfectly, clearly, totally, without any barrier or limitation, without any conflict. We see him clearly in the death and resurrection of Jesus. Are we together? And do not forget that the completion of this book was that Jesus rose and went to what? Sat down and wrote, right hand of God. Are we clear Yes, sir. Now that makes sense then. By him sitting at the right hand of God, he has received all authority. Are we clear Do you understand me? Yes, sir. I'm trying to go Okay, uh, when I myself put our seeds, sat down at the right hand of the majesty in the next episode. Amen. I did. So let me give you one point Well, well, I think that was the most complex. That was the complex part of chapter 1, actually. Actually, that was the complex part of So, let me go to say this. What we see so far is that God is that from the beginning of the world until now, there has only been one thing that is spoken about, and that was the Son. Are we together? What about the Son? What is the Son? Bless me, what about the Son? Just go ahead. What about the Son? Is it? Okay. Say it expressly. Okay. What about the song that you spoke about? Okay. What about the song that you spoke about? You, you agree that um, from the beginning until now is the song that you spoke about. Okay? So what about the song? The thing is you know it, you're not scared of saying it. You don't know it. You see how I never say it, you say <laughs> No, what about the song that you spoke about? It's what? It's only the education. Is what? It is salvation. What has been about the salvation? I will get that. But you know, there are many things that can be said about the song. So I'm going to the attention to check out where the song was, where it was going. Okay. They're not going to attention. They're going to check it out. And stop that out. Amen. Mm-hmm. So, let me just go. Scratch that part. Don't remove it from the recording. <laughs> <laughs> so, there are many things that you cannot know about the song. You cannot know the song's mother. You cannot know the song's father. You cannot know the song's height. You cannot know the song's brothers or sisters. I don't get it. I know I am. I know I am. 
But those are not the things that are important to know about this one. What is important to know about this one? The suffering that he was. Remember that that's what he said, that that was what Jesus expected him to understand when he explained the entire Old Testament scripture to him. Are we together? So that is what the prophet has always been thinking about. Are we together? And even finally, the speaking that God did in the Son, that's what he was speaking about. Why did he say so? Because in that speaking, we see the Son as the words, the brightest of God's glory. Are we together? And what? Express me to express me. How? When you have so close to our sins, Saturn and Rebbe is going to show So, the reality of it is, Hebrews 1 from verse 1 to verse 6 is literally the person saying the same thing again in different ways. He's not saying one thing, he's saying that from the beginning until now, they've always been thinking about salvation. Are we together? Which is found in the Son. Before the, the Son died, that's the one presentation, we were thinking about the types of shadows. Are we together? Now that the Son has done it, we see the final speaking in the Son. Do you realize that the speaking of God in the Son is that the Son has done the work? Yeah. Are we together? Do you understand me? That is speaking in the Son. Amen? So it's just saying, it's just saying something basic. From the beginning of time until now, they've always been speaking about salvation to the Jesus, about the death and resurrection of the Son. How did at a point it was done in different ways and different places? Are we together? In different types of shadows. Now it is a final speaking by the work of salvation that the Son has done. In that work of salvation, we see the Son as the shining form of God's glory and the perfect representation of God's person. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Amen. Blessed. Amen. Blessed. Amen.